0: Frogtown Farms is located on 941 Lafonda Avenue in St. Paul. This is Miss Margaret, WFNU Frogtown Community Reporter for the 2019 Frogtown Walking Tour. This project was made possible by a grant from the Metropolitan Regional Arts Council. The Frogtown Walking Tour is aired on WFNU Frogtown Community Radio at 94.1 FM in St. Paul and can be heard on frogtowntunedin.org. Can I have you just state your first and last name and spell it out for me, please?
1: Tonya Drawn, T-O-N-Y-A, and Drawn, D-R-A-U-G-H-N.
0: All right. So we are here at Frogtown Farms, which is located in the heart of Frogtown, right off of Minnehaha and Victoria. And what is your role with Frogtown Farms?
1: I am the Art of Food coordinator, of which Frogtown Farm is a partner. Um, So I coordinate a lot of activities that Frogtown Farm has, along with other partners that they are in a coalition with.
0: So what was it that made you want to get involved in this business? I mean, I know from personally knowing you, the 10,000 things that you do in the community, but I've seen a really big push as far as the community taking kind of back control of their own, like produce and getting back into really um, nurturing A lot of the land that was taken from us. So what made you want to to start working with Frogtown Farms?
1: So it was an interesting concept that they had with the Art of Food Coalition, which uses art and food as a way to build community and community support for the activities, programs, um, and places that we have in Frogtown. Of course, with Frogtown Farm, we offer locally fresh produce um, that is great. It is five acres of farm land, um, no animals, it's just all produce. Um, And so having that conversation with the community about um, food justice, who has access to food, food resources, and also who has access to land within our own community was really, really important to me um, and something I always would um, talk about in my private life. And so this gave me the opportunity to do it professionally and just making sure that people are aware of this beautiful resource that we have up here at Frogtown Farm.
0: How long has Frogtown Farm been up here? How long have you all been in business?
1: So we officially opened in 2014, so we've been here for about five years.
0: Okay, hold on one second. Brandon, can you – oh, no, actually, no. Um, can you close that door for me, Brandon, real quick? Or just shut it a little bit? Um, let's talk about your background because, as I mentioned earlier, you do so many things. So let's kind of talk about your background a little bit and how you got into the work that you that you do.
1: Um, and so I have been an organizer for, for quite a long time. Um, I recently just left a job where I was working to build a coalition of groups that were working with voter Engagement. Um, And so this opportunity came up to work with community residents and community partners to build up Frogtown, a place that I I, um, raised six children in, a place that is very dear and near to my heart. Um, And this opportunity did sounded like really, really interesting, being able to provide the community with means to welcome them into spaces that talk about Frogtown, that talk about Fujifilm, Justice, um, and things like that. So, it just um, it all aligned all at once. Um, I also used to cater, so of course, um, mm-hmm. having access to locally grown foods is really, really important to me. Um, and then it also talking about um, the healthy aspect mm-hmm. and how our community needs to really start being more healthy and mindful about what we're putting in our bodies mm-hmm. so that we're here uh, with all, all the diseases and things like that that shorten our lives.
0: Yeah, you know, I've noticed. Um, I, I was up here last week when you all had a far time farms event and it but the best part I loved about it is there were so many things for the kids to do. I mean, a lot of times I go to a lot of events and sometimes there's stuff for kids, but this was different because I mean, it, I, one thing that stuck out to me was um the sci- the group that was here the, the science group I, science. Was it
1: was market science.
0: Market science, I thought that was really cool. And of course they had like the face painting, they had the bouncy house and stuff like that, but there was so much for the kids to do. Why is it that you feel you guys have made such a point to prioritize, you know, making a space for kids, making this something that kids really want to come to and take interest in?
1: Well, we start when we want to start young. Um, so we love the kids coming up here. Um, the love farmer to t- love the kids. Right kids. <laughs> um, Frog Town Farm. Um, the the farm manager Tiffany is just awesome with the youth um, and we want to make sure that that we start kids young thinking about putting food into their bodies where the food comes from many people don't understand that it's this is a farm-to-table place um, you know in our communities we're, we're always going to the grocery stores and buying food from the grocery stores or we're going to those local um, corner stores that have like high pro- or high-priced produce yeah. uh, and they don't know that this is an option so thinking about how can we start a new generation of thinking about land access and again food resources where our food actually comes from and inviting them into the space to hopefully have future farmers have future people thinking about those issues so that we really start to make sure that this community um, is not gentrified that we have a variety of people that live here that we're playing onence to the history of this uh, of this land which is Dakota land um, and so a lot of that starts with educating our youth as well as educating our parents and a lot of times we know that if we can bring youth into this space and keep them here, that they'll also bring their parents, or also bring the rest of their family because they're excited about what we have to offer. So we really wanted to make our community events really, really open to the public, especially people that might not have been here before, but then also making sure that the kids have tons of activities to learn about the science things and learn about how food is grown and learn about the different aspects of what a farm can actually hold in it, Um, hopefully to, to spike their interest and to keep them coming back into asking for those fresh produce and things like that instead yeah. of going to those corner stores and just buying junk food and candy and things like that so eventually we want to have an art of food center built on this land which would incorporate all the different aspects of what the farm needs as well as providing meeting space and commercial kitchen space hopefully and other things that we can provide to the community making sure that they know that this is a farm that is their farm um, and also making sure that this resource against stays here and it's long term we don't want this farm to go away um, with the access and so building an art of food center uh, will bring more attention here definitely probably bring more people here Um, and that's actually what I got hired to do is to talk about the art of food center but um, you know I I, have started to encompass many different aspects into my job description Um, but the art of food center is something that eventually will hopefully be built here um, that will incorporate all of those aspects food justice food resources fresh uh, fresh produce, you know, spaces for a community to meet, commercial kitchens for maybe people to use that are caterers and things like that. Hopefully all those things will be wrapped up into all of one once that food, Art of Food Center is built.
0: You know, it's interesting we talk about just as far as, you know, when people are going to grocery stores and stuff like that to buy, You whether, you know, like we think of junk food, like the cornstarch stuff, because it's affordable, right? right? Or if you have a big family, it's kind of hard to really, like, eat healthy, quote-unquote, um, just because... You know, when you're thinking about cost-effective measures, but a lot of times, even times, people who they do eat healthy, they're going out to more stores, like or try to eat more produce, I should say, going out to more stores like a hy V or a Whole Foods or whatever. That's not really benefiting the community. So with this, she's shaking her head, like, yeah. yeah so with this, it is really high price, so very right, very, very high price, high price. So
1: yeah. Um, our our we go out to the community and actually have instead of just having a food market here every week, uh, we have actually started going out to the community. So we're at the open city's health market once a month where we do a pay what you can um, or pay it forward type of deal Mm -hmm. where you know if we we have produce there that's there to sell Um, if you don't have quite enough our farmer Tiffany is great she really works with people within their budget to provide that option for them Um, the other thing we notice is that when you go to these corner stores it's junk food that's really cheap right Mm -hmm. because the milk the eggs the 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 produce and things like that is twice the price that Mm -hmm. you would have to get if you went up to like Midway or Rainbow or Cub Um, and so we we want to make sure that there, that's also recognized is that people in this area have different income levels and we want to make sure that everybody is able to um enjoy the produce that comes from the farm
0: yeah and that's like i went to the corners i mean i guess i'm gonna blast the corner store, but i remember <laughs> going in there and a banana was like a dollar or something and it wasn't even like it wasn't even a, fresh a good thing. yeah it wasn't it was even like, like a good banana around. Yeah, it's kind of like your standard apples that, that aren't really like normally wants to eat. Like, you know what I mean? That, that was like, those were the only options, you know? And of course, the corn stores, so you can't, whatever. But then it's like, you see the milk or the eggs and stuff, and the prices are just. Outrageous, so of course you're gonna go and grab the noodles, or you're gonna go and grab whatever you can. It's yeah, food. yeah, just something have something you in your stomach.
1: Yeah, family of four or five, you know, mm-hmm. you need what what's gonna keep in their stomach and yeah. keep them from complaining about being hungry, right. which might not always be your healthiest option. Yeah. Um. So one of the things that you know hopefully we'll be able to do is do cooking classes to really yeah, show right. people how you can use these ingredients in a felt, fresh, healthy way to fulfill the, your family.
0: So are you gonna be teaching? Cause see. <laughs> Tonya, see, that I said because she stresses me out because she, can't, she can she could cook first of all, and she caters and stuff like that. We try to get this thing off the ground. But that's a different, a different topic for a different interview on a different day. But, um, but I think that would be really, really cool because I mean I would definitely want to come to something somebody. Because a lot of times even if you get the food, you're like, okay, how do I put them together? What type of recipes or things, and especially to think of my people who have larger families, so how can you make something that you're going to feel good about afterwards, going to feel good in your in your system afterward, but that's going to last you, you know? So I want to talk um, a little bit also, though, about the Frogtown Farms event, because as I mentioned, we came to the Frogtown Farms event, and I, I really thought it was a great event, and I really want more people to be able to come out once we continue having the events. Yes and say that again so we want people to come out so we can continue having these events Um, but let's talk about kind of where that came from and when is the next one
1: um, so last year we used to have markets every year this is before I was here um, and it really wasn't as feasible for us to do that this year um, just because we're working with a smaller staff and things like that so we wanted to try um, to do a couple of things the first thing is to to diversify the crowd that was coming up here to make sure that more people knew about this resource and more people were aware of where we we're at um, one of the things that I noticed when I first came here is um, I'm, a, I'm a homegrown girl so I grew up in St. Paul so one of the things I noticed is that no Nobody knew where the farm was at. Mm-hmm. And after telling yeah. like delivery drivers and my friends and everything else, right. I'm like, we need to put this place on blast. You know, sits up. it sits up, yeah. it's on top of the hill. So mm-hmm. I always have to tell people, yeah, yeah I, I sent you the address. It's at the bottom of the hill. Look on top.
0: Because <laughs> wait, when we came here last, when we came here for the Front Town Farmers, but I think I drove past a couple of times. I'm like, where? And I look, oh. Okay, I see. And I was, I don't know what I was saying. that's all the bounty house and everything. Right, and I'm like, right. where's the farm? Oh. oh yeah. And then I was like, this is so pretty. And I was just like, so like amazed that there was all this stuff that I was being grown, all these things that were happening there that I didn't know about.
1: Right, right. Oh. So what we try to do is we try to um, do community celebrations to recognize the community okay. that surrounds us, mm-hmm. put a little fun into it. So I call it a, like a farmer's market on steroids, right? Yeah. Um, so, of course, we have our locally grown produce that's for sale, but we mm-hmm. also have vendors coming here to sell their products from arts and crafts to we have a beard and mustache guy. We have yeah. a market science I team that. that comes from the U of, of Minnesota that talks about the science mm-hmm. of different things to on get a, kids interested. On a kid level. On a kid level. At yeah, a kid level, cool. we have people making soaps and selling candles. We had a lady here last week that did tutus. Yep, the two we two had that, Yeah, we have the tutu lady. Um, we had a happy soul egg girl lady come and do demonstrations for egg girls. Sorry you missed the egg girls because they are the bomb. Shout out to egg rolls. I don't want to talk
0: about it. I don't want to talk about it because I don't know how I missed it. But anyway. <laughs>
1: um, but it's just a way of us to recognize that we need to bring more people here to let them know about this resource. Um, and what better way to do that than to have a community celebration? Yeah. Um, so so we got together this this spring and decided, you know, to put themes together with the celebration. So our first one um, was um, like an artist theme. We had Public Art St. Paul come after our event and actually do a whole big artist movement. Um, and we had this rock that illuminates at this at the edge of the park by Mini Haha that was provided by them, and all this big pieces of art that we that we will show throughout all of our community celebrations. Um, in July, we had a Youth Empowerment event. So we had some workshops on healthy relationships, suicide prevention, restorative justice, employment, um, and you
0: know, suicide is such a big thing right now because the age range of your, the average, it's, yeah
1: causes of death especially for young people and a lot of our staff have been affected by either violence homicides or suicide and so this was a perfect way to kind of put that healing back into our community by having or starting to have those conversations because the other thing outside of healthy eating is healthy living and healthy mental state as well
0: it comes to dealing with just like anxiety and and depression
1: Food related. Yeah. It could be food related.
0: So, yes. eat, if you eat fat, like eating fast food, it, it's, it's a hard struggle because a lot of times we're anxious and when you're depressed, of course, you want something that that's gonna, food, yeah, that, that comfort food, food, that right. fatty food, but that actually makes it worse. So, this random being to put out there, like when you were talking about with just with mental health and talking about trauma and all type of stuff. What we eat also contributes to a lot about how our mental state.
1: And then we'll start all over again next year. I'm not sure what next year will bring, mm-hmm. uh, but we're definitely excited about what this has brought us so far. So there's been about 250 people to 300 people so far each one of the events. Um, so we're hoping August we we'll even do more than that. Yeah. Um, we're working hard. We might even have Miss Market Live come and, and be the MC for that.
0: Episode. I mean, you know, I might show up and do a little Sun <laughs> I might show up for the people. You know, you know what I'm saying. What's your I might show, you know, y'all know, y'all know how I do, but thank you so much for taking the time to, to, you know, be a part of this, Um, especially, you know, this represents the Town community so well. I mean, we have so many people, like you have a farmer's market that's right there, like in that Unidale, you know, area and stuff like that. Um, And so it makes sense that this would be a part of the community and I hope that with people finding more about this or listening to this like as you mentioned not just bring themselves but especially bring the youth because all of it does start young you know once you plant literally plant the seed um (laughs) they remember that even if maybe they they come and maybe an into at the time they remember that going forward but there's so much stuff for them to do so like the kids could be in the bouncy house parents could be doing you know Whatever, then they, you have music, there's performers. As she mentioned, there's a ton of vendors. So definitely, everybody come up one to Frogtown Farms. And if you could just state again where exactly it's at, you can even throw a little landmark. The reason why I knew is because she said Tabasco. Was it, to, was it the Tabasco? Okay, so. tabassi so gas station.
1: Frogtown. So if you're from Frogtown, <laughs> I tell people, okay, where are you from? Because I need to know if you know where Tabassi's is. And I don't even know if it's a Tabassi's or if it's BP. Yeah. But it's a gas station. That's it's a Tabassi's to me. It's, it's me too. See, you know, but you know, you're you're aging ourselves I'm now. Right. right. <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. Yeah. So it's it's right across from the gas station that's on Minnehaha off of Victoria. It's 946 Minnehaha. That will get you to the bottom of the hill. Right. But if you just go up the little windy road, we are on top of the hill. You can't miss it. It's five acres of land. Yeah. Um, again, our next event is on. On August 8th from 4 to 7. It is our back to school bash, so we'll have backpacks readily available. And we're trying to ramp it up, so we're trying to maybe get some people to do some hair. Uh, who knows? Maybe we'll maybe be able to get some clothes and some other items. We have no idea what it's going to be, but I got about three weeks to plan it all to make this go off without a oh, hitch. Oh my gosh! So, but like I said, we're gonna have free barbecue and barbecue sides, but also the vendors that have been here uh, would love to see your faces. They have terrific yeah. things to buy um, and some things that for free for sampling as well Um, and again like I said the barbecue and the entertainment definitely is free Um, so come out and enjoy it's fun for the whole family
0: I'm gonna make sure this time when I come I bring some cash (laughs) because I was more so down in like the play area but at the end when I walked up I'm like dang I wish I would've come up here sooner just because there were so many things yeah, and, and things that the community would really like. So thank you once again for everyone who's listening. Make sure that you come out on August the 8th. It's two days right after um, National Night Out. So it's a good opportunity to keep that community love going. So we come, as There's so many things going on in the community. So many people who are producing so much of this great produce right now are, are under... Threat. They're in danger. You know what I'm saying? They're, they're at, their livelihood is really in danger with all these ice rates and everything going on. So it's extremely important that we really come together and support as we can. And this is a great way to do it. So, Frog Town Farms, as you heard, where it's at? <laughs> 946 Minnehaha. <hi-hi. laughs> ha across from that gas, state, the, Bassi, Grassi, gas yeah, station, the Tabassi Grass Gas Station. I always think of it as those big apartment buildings, the Wilder, the County Wilder County. Apartment Buildings. Everyone knows the Wilder, the Wilder Co-op. So that's where it is. So thank you uh, once again, Tonya for being a part of it. This is Miss Margaret reporting on behalf of WFNU ninety-four point one FM, right in the heart of Fraughtown. It's Fraughtown Community Radio. Fraud Town Farms is located on 941 Lafonda Avenue in St. Paul. This is Ms. Margaret, WFNU Fraud Town Community Reporter for the 2019 Fra Town Walking Tour. This project was made possible by a grant from the Metropolitan Regional Arts Council.
1: Music for these episodes are produced and provided by Dialect Music. Follow him on Instagram at D-I-A-L-E-K Music. Production of these episodes are by Sounds Powerful Productions. To see photos, hear more stories, and learn more about St. Paul's Frogtown Walking Tour, visit frogtowntunedin.org.